0: Hello and welcome to another edition and the final for the year of the Chesapeake Hockey Week. I am Scotty Waz. Um, well, I guess uh, we, we all know what happened uh, this week. We'll talk about the Black Bears' uh, final game in the playoffs. We will talk about um, what to look forward to now. And then we'll also talk some things about Stevenson and uh, both programs, men and women's programs, from there. All right, so let's get started. And Thursday night was the final Black Bears game of the season as they uh, were defeated by another 4 to 1 score oddly enough against the Maine Nordiques in this one and not much more you could say. This was a uh, the series was for all intents and purposes very uh tight checking, very hard for Maryland to kind of get into the zone. The first period of this this game, they, they were attacking in a big way. They got 17 shots on goal, uh, went pretty hog-wild in the first, and then it just seemed Maine shut it down after that point. Let's get going first. Uh, in the first period, just under five minutes in, and, uh, Andrew Noel puts home his first of the playoffs. Just a, a great play by Stefan Owen in Deep fighting off the check in the corner. Getting it to Isaiah Fox, who got it to uh, Noel on the side, and that was one nothing for Maine. Maryland kept going. They kept putting pucks on Tyreek Alton, but uh, he was equal to the task for most of this game. He already did let, let one slip by as uh, a uh, turnover, a very rare turnover in the defensive zone for Maine, caused by good Black Bear forechecking. Got the puck to Reed Leibold, who slid it over to uh, Hunter McCoy. Who put it under Tyreek Outen to tie the game just before the halfway mark of the first period? Uh Luke Mountain getting an assist on that one. Second period, it was back and forth, tete a tet, as it were, and then uh Main struck off the faceoff. A great faceoff win, drawled right back to Matt Connor. He let one rip, and uh, you know, he uh just got it through a mass of humanity to get past Hans Colleen, making it two to one. In the third period, a uh, transition game by Maine as the Black Bears decided to go for broke in the third period. Pinched a little bit. Jack Strauss went 2-on-1 and kept it himself for his second of the playoffs, 345 into the frame. Uh, And that put uh, Maryland at a a two-goal disadvantage, a place where they've been before. But then, uh, with just under six minutes left, eh, that's where it went all, all akimbo as Caden Patterson uh, found the rebound in front, puts it backhand, his third of the playoffs, making it 4-1, and that's where your final would be. Hans Koleen, 30 saves in the defeat, and the Maryland Black Bears get swept three games to none in uh, in 4-1 fashion for each game, ending their season. And a very historic run for this franchise. When you take a step back and look at it and get a, get out of the disappointment that was losing in the East Division final, I think the big thing to take home was... I don't know if there's many people out there who saw this coming. I don't think there are many people out there who... I'm sure they thought Maryland was a playoff team. I don't think they picked uh, Maryland over Johnstown. And uh, I think that would uh, getting to the East Final, I think, is a huge success um, for this team and a foundation-laying year for this squad as well. I uh, wrote on clutchandcrabhockey.com the first part of the three-part uh, season review about this season uh, the first parts of the season uh, tomorrow will be a uh, farewell to the the overage players and then on Friday a three wishes going into next season as we get, look forward to that as the season for the NA starts to wrap up this weekend as well but overall this is the most successful year for the Maryland Black Bears uh, above 500 for the season I think that is a uh, a big uh, a, a big building block for this team Um Very decent output from their offense, a very great showing by their defense in terms of just making sure that, you know, pucks stayed out. I mean, the defense was better than there was obviously some blemishes here and there. But by and large, the defense was the big part of the game for the Maryland Black Bears Um, overall. I think this was... A uh, a good display of when you get a guy like Cam Gaudette in there as a leader and a veteran defenseman, and you have someone like Thomas Jarman there for uh, a portion of the season. I think those two veteran guys uh, it, having the ability to lay out for a for a shot block to get into lanes. I think that helps a lot of the guys who are on the younger side. You're Sean Cole your you're Kevin Scotts, your guys who are kind of. You know, getting the speed down of this game. I think that's huge for them to learn uh, from them for this season, uh, going and going forward, taking that into what's happening next. So the season is over. There is one last event, and that is the top prospects game for the uh, for the NHL. Uh, it'll be in Blaine. It's in conjunction this year with the um, with the, the Robertson Cup. It will be Saturday, Sunday. Saturday, the East Division will take on, I think it's the South Division. They will take on each other at 11, or I'm sorry, I have to translate to Eastern Time, Noontime Eastern. And then on Sunday, a 1 o'clock Eastern start for East, as I think they take on the Central Division. I'm not entirely sure. Check your local listings for availability. Um, So that's going to be an interesting situation. A lot of black bears going a lot of black bears go and head uh, led by Clint Millamock, head coach he will head coach the east division in this uh prospects game and he will have quite the lineup that he is very he can he can pretty much put out an entire line of black bears not pretty much he can put out an entire line of black bears as uh michael Morelli is going to the uh the the prospects uh, top prospects game he went 16 14 four and two with a 260. Eight goals against and a 921 save percentage. Uh, flanking him, Sean Kilcullen, uh, 46 games played, plus 11 and a uh, goal and 13 assists. Kevin Scott will be right beside him, a goal and four assists or goal and four points in 43 games played. A very good stay-at-home type defenseman, the young defenseman uh, out of the D.M.V. area. On the forward side, you got Tanner Rowe, who was a spark fire for the Maryland Black Bears in, in some instances, especially down the stretch. Really got things going in the early going. He finished with uh, six goals and 13 points. Uh, on one side, Jude Curtis, a longtime Black Bear. I think a three, two two-and-a-half-year member Black Bear. 11 goals in 60 games. And then Connor Cole, the alternate captain, he went uh, 10-21 for 31 points in 57 games. So a whole line of Black Bears will be there. Uh, with Clint Millamuck there and um, yeah you know what screw it it's only a four and a half hour ride I will go down to uh to lovely uh Blaine Minnesota and I will have myself a time I think that will be good for everybody involved and uh we'll see what happens we'll see if uh things can't get uh, get some interviews or what have you and just just hang out and have a time get out and travel I'm I've been double vaxxed up for like six months now so I better take uh Better take advantage of it. But that will be interesting to see Saturday and Sunday. Pretty sure all the games will be on Hockey TV uh, for the Prospects games. I'm not entirely sure. Again, go to nahl.com. They have the listings there for schedule and everything like that, including the Robertson Cup final schedule, which you can catch on Hockey TV. And, you know, for all intents and purposes, go ahead and cheer on the main Nordiques. That's a team that I think um, is a very good squad. I think that they had a lot – Going for them this year, and I think that they could uh, they could make some noise. They got a tough task ahead of them. Um, I think they uh, they're going to have to take on uh, Shreveport, I do believe. So we will have to see what happens in that one. But um, yeah, we will uh, go on from there. One last uh, note: as we have a nice little uh, league winner for a uh, personal award, Luke Mountain won the NHL Leadership Award. For the uh, not only the East Division but for the league as well. So Mountain, uh, obviously the long-standing member of the Maryland Black Bears, Mister Black Bear, if you uh, if if you want to be formal with it. Uh, 152 games played, leads the team in uh, points, goals, assists, power play goals, game-winning goals, everything. He is the he's the three-year guy, been there uh, a one since day one. So that is awesome for him to take home. A, uh, a nice little uh, commemorative of that and his leadership quality and, and how he helped was a building block for this culture that's going to be with the Maryland Black Bears hopefully for a long, long time at Piney Orchard. Um, so there we go. Got two recruits to talk about for the Stevenson's men's side of things, and we'll start with a guy that everybody is quite familiar with, I would th- th- think, from this program and that's Roy Gresham. Uh, Roy Gresham has committed to Stevenson University, another defenseman on their very deep defensive core. Gresham uh, had six goals and 20 points from the blue line this season uh, for Team Maryland, including two assists in the playoffs. Also uh, got called up for a couple games with the Black Bears and was very impressive in his games, I believe, against New Jersey. Um, and he was. I was right. Ha-ha. Uh, during the first, I think they had a two-week break, the Black Bears did, and he got called up, called upon. And he did. He did very well. He didn't look out of, to, out, of out of spot there. So uh, Gresham going to a D three school is going to have to fight for positioning uh, with all, all the things that are going on. But I think he's got a good chance of uh, cracking a normal role in the Stevenson uh, in the Stevenson lineup. And he'll be staying, uh, cl- uh, you know, fairly close to his uh, his adopted home. So that's pretty good as well. Another defenseman from the EHL that's going to be coming over too is Stevenson just loading up on the back end, and that's Cal Cole. And uh, he is from the New Jersey 87s, the EHL champions. He had five goals and 26 points in 33 games and then two assists in five games uh, of the playoffs. So uh, another guy who uh, who on the blue line can provide some decent amount of offense, left-handed shot as well, played for the Texas Junior Brahmas in the NA3. So uh, a good pedigree happening there in Stevenson. We will have to see what happens uh, moving forward with that squad. It's you know, very defensive heavy. I think that's like four or five defensive recruits this year. So should be interesting to see what Dominic Dawes does with this team uh, coming up this season and what he plans uh, to have a, a wall-like wise in terms of playing this squad. The Stevenson women are, uh, are getting things going as they actually had the a, a late awards. For all of this, uh, the Mustang Award, uh, Alex and G- Allie Gibson gets uh, gets that I believe for uh, uh, most spirited award. I, I'm not sure of these uh, these titles. The Wolfpack Award goes to Anika Carlander, uh, the captain four year player for Stevenson. Uh, she gets I guess that's the leadership award, and then the most improved player, uh, Mary Rose Carter, as uh, she came on in the second uh, second part of that uh, season too. She was very good down the stretch and really came into her own for that one. They also have uh, two recruits to speak of in this one. First is Olivia DeGuire. Uh, she is coming from the Newark Ironbound 19U team. She's a goaltender from that area. Uh, not really, not a lot of stats from them uh, from this past season. I don't know how much of a, of a season they got. Uh, she did wear number three as a goaltender, which is very. Uh, Very interesting, I would have to say, uh, when you look at it as goaltender numbers aren't traditionally uh, that side of things. So we'll have to see where she fits in. She'll be in a very young class of uh, goaltenders in this one and very well could make her way into some starts next season. Um, So we will have to see how this goes, and good luck to her. Welcome her to the pack. Uh, the uh, The second... the second is uh, forward Robin Caswell from the uh, the Steel City Selects 19U squad. Last year, she uh, had a decent outing, I would have to say. Uh, in 51 games, 18 points, 13 assists, including uh, 10 shots on goal on the seat. Wait, oh, 10, 10% shooting shots. Wow. Sports engine's not really a great engine to work with there, is it? Uh, in any case, uh, a uh, budding forward. From export, PA should be a good time uh, for should be a good addition for her to the Stevenson roster to add a a little more action and depth to that forward side uh, for Tori Amoff and her squad out there. So that will do it. We have uh, done it again. It is a, another season done. I would like to thank everybody who has listened throughout this season. And I appreciate everything that you guys uh, do in terms of support, just by listening, passing along, dropping me a note here and there. It is all read and appreciated, and I thank you guys for, uh, for doing so. It's really awesome to hear. Make sure I'm just not talking to myself. Um, thanks, as always, to Johnny P., who does the pictures for the face off Hockey Show and gets those pictures out to you guys uh, to see of uh, the, of your billet sons, of your real sons. Uh, of everything out there, and, you know, it's uh, good of him to uh, take the uh, time out of his his schedule to travel and things like that, though I think he is uh, more excited to get out of the house than anything else, until he's not, just like me. I'm great to get out of the house, and then when I'm done, I am out. You guys, I will see you later. That's the uh, extroverted introvert uh, of myself, so... um yeah, thanks, everybody. It, again, we will have some stuff from uh, for the season of review on clutchandcrabhockey.com. Check that out there. I will be in Blaine this weekend to take in the Top Prospects Tournament, so we will see what kind of stuff will come out of there. It won't be a full show. If anything else, it will be a collection of interviews in that situation. And then, yeah, we will uh, we will see what happens from there. And, uh, yeah, we will be back at it again once around the season start time, probably around late August, early September. So that'll be fun, and hopefully you guys will join us for the ride. Uh, it's been a fun ride so far, so why uh, why break it up now? So for the last time this season on this show, I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been Chesapeake Hockey Week on the Off Hockey Show Media Faction. You can subscribe to us on all your podcatchers, and you can catch me at ClutchAndCrabHockey.com. A lot of stuff will be posted there, probably through the off season as well. If there's anything newsworthy, keep that website there and bookmarked, and the, uh, the Twitter Chesapeake HW Pod and the Facebook is the same Chesapeake HW Pod. You guys have a wonderful summer. Be safe out there. Be smart. Uh, we we want to see you here for next season, uh, and be well. Uh, and thank you for everything. And have a great great offseason. How don't you play that clutch and crab hockey if you can as well and we will see you next year. Peace.